Well, hello. I'm Erin Paginas. And I'm Morgan Higgins. I didn't take a drink and this time because I did listen and I was choking last time. So <laughs> yeah. I waited to take a drink. I'm like, wait, I learned that. <sighs> we are, we're hauling off again. Just hauling off because what else is there to do? What do yeah. Did we have a plan? Not really. We just no. talked about what we we're going to talk about four seconds ago. Because we can't figure out where it goes. I know. Remember that one time where we talked about <laughs> this is our vision for our podcast. We're going to have all the people on. And we were laughing today about the fact that we can't even get ourselves to the podcast. No, it's much very less hard to get a, a guest if you don't know when it's going to happen. It's yeah. like, can you just be on standby eternally? And then just, we'll say, now. Come right now. Here we go. And we'll say, come to the school or to right. my house or to Aaron's house or to somewhere. Yeah, it could be anywhere. Yeah. Are those oh, maybe we could do, we could do like. Uh, I know, it's just, uh, and the pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have we recorded anywhere else? I don't know. Uh, oh, the Winco parking lot. Yep, yep. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that, why did we do that? And so also, people wouldn't come out? the parking lot, no. I think we left all of our kids at your house, and we drove to the Winco parking lot. Yeah. And parked in the shade of a little teeny tree. Yeah. But then when we had our moms on, we parked oh, right. in the... Fred Meyer. Fred we, Meyer yep, parking lot. Yep, yep. That was the one where you could hear the birds in the background the entire yeah. time. It was very nature loving. Yeah, totally. The yeah. birds are a nice addition. That's nice at your place too. Uh-huh. The birds. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was actually just thinking we could mobile podcast. We could go to our guest. That might make it easier to have Ooh. a guest on if we find a spot that we fit. We could be like, right? we'll just bring we'll it. drive to your driveway and sit. Yes, in the car our there. recording studio. This <laughs> very nice recording it's studio. So nice in here. Uh, yeah. We snacks. We don't say bring snacks. Um, how's it going? You became a grandma since yeah. last time we podcasted. I mean, an outside baby grandma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, Erin and I were talking about that. I feel kind of like a disappointment because when people ask me, <laughs> what is it like to be a grandma? I'm like, I still feel like I don't know because I do not. Apparently I don't identify as a grandma. Uh-huh. Like, which is actually a funny thing. Like, uh, I remember having times in my life where, when I would hear people say, I was reading a thing about pronouns. This mm-hmm. is what was making me think mm-hmm. about it. And I felt weird hearing myself referred to as she or her. And I was like, because I, I don't know why. I think I was right. like, no, I'm Morgan. Like, I, mm-hmm. it wasn't that I was like, no, I'm a he or a him. But it was more just like, oh, that yeah, feels yeah. wrong. Like, uh-huh. I no, I'm not a she uh-huh. or whatever. And I was now, like, now that means you're not a girl. Which you're like what but yeah so I don't think I identify yet as a grandmother my emotions have not caught up with no but I do identify I will say this when your kid has a baby it's rad and like is the coolest because I like babies overall but when it's your kid's baby it's better which I do recognize that is my grandbaby so I'm not in denial but it's just taking a while to catch up okay but that is that is so true across all places. It really is I true. remember standing in front of my first classroom of sixth graders. Ooh. And I mean, I might have even been in the school year a couple of months and being like, who <laughs> let me be the boss of this? Like, who thought that totally. lady looks like she could probably teach them something? Yes. And we'll give her the keys to that room. <laughs> and I felt so like a 12 year old in my own person yeah. looking at a whole bunch of 12 year olds who are looking at me like I'm a grown up, and I'm like, yeah. who are you looking at? <laughs> no, for real. What are the we doing here? Thing is, that is still weird to me. Oh yeah. Like that is like, how am I a grown up? I yeah. don't know. Well, There's and it's funny too, because I remember having 
and I think of this when I watch people have their first baby. Yeah. Where when you have your first baby, obviously you're a mom. You, I mean, like all of the things say you are a mother now. But you still feel like you, but just with an addition, like a cute accessory. Yeah. No, totally. (laughs) Yeah. It it did take me a long time to feel like I was a mom. Well, because you're not. Because it is weird. It is weird. And even I, though I was super attached to my baby no, immediately. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like it's a distance of love. Yeah. But it's you're not doing the things that you've always seen moms do. You no, know, it's totally, I mean, like, we were talking about that of the difference between the formal structures of relationship and then the actual relationship. And like Sean is way better at formal structures. Like he's mm-hmm. just faster to notice like who is this person in relation to me? How does and this how work? Do I, yeah. yeah. And I am way more about the actual relationship and sometimes mm-hmm. don't notice. Like, like I have had a good amount of weird pastor's wife, even saying that I feel weird about that. Like when I realize if somebody is treating me weird and then I'm like, Oh, I know they are treating, they are talking to Sean's wife. They're talking to the pastor's wife, mm-hmm. not, not to Morgan. Yes. It's like, okay, we're, we're doing like the role interaction and that always makes me weirded out. And I feel like the mother thing is like that also and grandmother probably Uh because I'm like, as soon as I saw Pete, I was like, oh, hello, we're going to be buddies. This is so fun. Like, I can't wait to get to know you and I can't wait for you to be doing all the things. It's going to be so fun. Um, but it does not feel like grandmother, but you're like, but what does that feel like? I don't know. That's just the, the formal part of it or whatever. Okay. I remember graduating from college and Uh sitting on the floor in my cap and gown and being like, dang, I thought when I graduated from college, because you'd always look at it from, you know, a younger point of view that like, oh, well, I graduate from college and sitting there feeling like. Then you, yeah, you'll feel like you know what you're doing or something. Than yeah. Like, yep. I thought graduating from college was going to be a smarter yeah. me. And Another am, place that was me. so hard for me to learn in the reverse was that doctors mm-hmm. are just people. And some of them barely graduated. And yeah. uh, some of them have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like in, obviously, they, they have some idea what they're doing because they passed their certifications right. or whatever. But that, that I had, like, this intrinsic trust if they had a badge or something. Yeah. Yeah, Like they, you must actually really know what you're doing, which led to then a lot of the problems where I would go in with symptoms that were like a big problem and then leave being like, Oh no, I don't have those symptoms. That's just fake. I'm just (laughs) being a baby about it. Cause that guy said I'm fine. And he has like papers right? and we call him doctor and he's wearing a white coat. I obviously, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, actually their job is really hard. Even though they have this title, they're still trying to figure out what the heck is going on while talking to a human. They don't know. Right. Like, it's actually kind of complicated. And some of them trip over that part pretty significantly. Yeah. Where you're like, do you know how to talk to people? <laughs> are you, In fact, you the know? more expert they are at a specific kind of doctoring, usually the worse they are at talking to you, which is extra weird. Yeah, that is true. That is a funny thing. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. They're, but, yeah, doctors don't know everything. I now know that. Shocker. Yep. Well, it's a little bit like when people are like, oh, you're a teacher. You must yeah. know about yeah, totally. blah, blah, blah. You know and all the things. You, yeah, some sort of bizarre you know, yeah. plant that you should be super familiar with. And you're like, you know, I teach fifth grade, right? Like we don't, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know any of whatever you're doing. Yeah. But it is yeah. kind of a breakdown in the under, in the understanding of what education is and yeah. what it's for and yep. what it makes in people. Because I think, you know, the whole idea of a liberal arts education is educating free people. Yeah. 
to know anything they want to know. Totally. Versus and, like, keep learning things. Totally. As opposed to an end point where you have yep. known all the things you need to know and you don't yeah. need any more. Yep. Yeah. No, that was, we, uh, there's a radio lab. Uh, I will try to remember to link to that. Do I have a pen? Um, oh yeah. That, where, where are your show notes? <laughs> I know. Cause <laughs> if I don't write it down, it. then, uh, also <laughs> Aaron and I were going through our Logos notes from when we visited and trying to get them into <laughs> an orderly format. And I, the notes that I took while we were in meetings with people are impossible. They are like, I don't even know. Oh, you know what? Keila's, oh yeah. Keila has a pencil box. In my research. Research. Checking her math, but I'm not. Um, uh, but my the favorite is fret two to three weeks. We're yeah. like, it's like fret. What does fret, fret mean? I mean, I know what a fret. Is. I know. I'm like, like is this? And it, was I like, abbreviating something? Right. And what was happening every two to three weeks? That was right? the other part. I was like, I don't or remember. Two to her three saying, times a week. Uh, yeah, two to three. That uh, two to three x week. So so then I'm like. I just, I don't even, and it's like in the middle of stuff where I'm like, it doesn't help. I don't know what, but that's because the class, the class notes make sense. Yes. But it's because when you're in a conversation, it is weird to keep looking down and writing things. Mm -hmm. And so I think I was trying to be as brief as possible, but then I was was definitely, too brief on that one. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So there's, wait, radio lab. Why am I talking about that though? Uh, what were we talking about? Cause it's the one. Oh, education of free people. And education as an end point that you don't oh. need to learn anymore after that. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. That because the even so like science and math, the hard, the hard science sciences are things that in general. Keep that out. What if we, we need to? Oh yeah. Maybe we should. Out? No, I didn't. Good yeah. idea. Um, Keyless pencil box is yeah, I'll take a whole. Oh, thank you. It's it's quite a special, exciting time in there. Um, I really like that. <laughs> it's like from Sean's shoes. They sent a sticker and he's she was like, a dog with sunglasses. This. And he's yes. very handsome. She does like dogs very much. Uh, but, you know, we, it's easy to think, well, there's nothing left to discover. Like they don't, you know, like we know all of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, we so do not know. And even the stuff that we do know, we don't even get like what all of it does. Right. So there's this radio lab where they talk about um, this, it's kind of a long story, but it's this guy, there was dirt from Easter Island. They, the guy is going through it cause a bunch of weird stuff came from there. So he's like going through the dirt, like molecule by molecule uh-huh. finds this molecule that he's like, Oh, I bet this does something. And I forget why, but it had like certain properties that he thought this could be really cool. So he tries to like, it has antibacterial properties. It has antifungal properties, kept trying to turn it into something didn't work, whatever, but he knew it was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then his boss was like, you have to stop working on this. So he was like, fine. And he told him to throw it away. The guy was like, sure, I'll throw it away. Kept it in, <laughs> yes, in like an ice cream container. And then, <laughs> then they were moving from Canada to the United States. So he like smuggles this like biological dirt thing. Project. Yeah. Like across the border and then keeps it in their freezer forever. And then long story, whatever, they finally figure out what it does. But the way that they figure out what it does, I'm not, I don't think I'm spoiling too much because it's still actually really, no, I'm not. Cause there's a great human interest part of the story too, that I won't get into, but they, the way another guy carries on the work and figures out what it does is by blending up in an actual blender, a whole bunch of rat brains. <laughs> like in, the guy's like, like a rat brain smoothie. And the guy's like, yep. <laughs> and so it's like a rat brain smoothie. Then they put 
this stuff from Easter Island dirt in there and then look at what happens and it lights up all of these cells that they didn't even know were in your brain. They and it's because it's in human brains too. I think it's all, mami- but all they mammal brains. Didn't make a smoothie out of human brains, which was no. sensible. Yes, because yeah. that would be bad. Yeah. Uh, so they like discovered this thing that happens in your brain that they didn't even know was there, and then they named it after the substance because it, that's what lit it up. So okay. like then they could actually even see it, and it's the kind of thing where you're like. Okay, so here we found an amazing drug that does really cool stuff to certain kinds of cancers and things um, by blending up rat brains and then dropping this dirt in in there and then looking to see what happened to it. Uh Like they discovered a whole part of a mammal brain by doing that. This is like, because that's the whole thing. There's so many good science stories that are from random crazy like I don't know let's try this Mm -hmm. or my experiment went bad and then this happened like we do not know all of the things there's still so much like God leaves all these things for people to discover because you're Mm -hmm. like that dirt was on Easter Island like it could have just stayed there forever right because who goes to Easter Easter Island that many people no they were gone for a long time yeah Uh, anyway that people knowledge is not this like set thing that uh-huh. like now you know all of it on this one topic it's like right. well no now you know what we figured out so far that we think is right and then right. sometimes you find out nope that's that's not right at all right or here's this whole chunk that would have been good to know this is not what we said we were going to talk about how did we get over here hard to say yeah that's welcome just how, to, the, this welcome is what... to the first rabbit trail loop people <laughs> we'll see how many more we travel yeah, down i feel like rat braid smoothie though is a pretty good rabbit trail because you're is like a... what right well and it's i mean the whole idea of education and what it's mm-hmm. for and what, you know, it should be making more people who are like, Ooh, what if I bang these things together? Yeah. How do I do this? What <laughs> totally, should I do here? It's totally the blood ah, banging. Right? It's like, well, what would happen if I did it like this? Yeah. Well, that's only in the school, you know, I know we've talked about this, like not wanting to crush that part out. Of, yeah. There's a lot of boys with that, but there's also girls that are like, well, what happens if I try like this? Yeah. Like you don't want to stop it. You want to direct it. Cause that is actually a creating force. It's not right. destructive. That is the hard part. So I always think of it with, you know, classical education in particular with the, you know, you see how rote memory yeah. yep. livens kids yep, yep, up. Yep, yep. Even, okay, so this last week, I'm using my fifth graders as test monkeys. I keep calling them my test monkeys for this Which last I'm sure quarter. They love. I'm doing a couple of things just differently to kind of see what you know, to see what we're doing and if it would be different if we did a different thing. And I have started using a different spelling curriculum. So I'm actually giving them spelling tests from the, um, from the one from Logos Press, the, I can't remember. BJ, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's basically, it's harder than what we were doing, but the vocabulary is amazing. Like it's way interesting and hard words and really intriguing. Like, this is taking our vocab up a level. And last week, so we're on the second or third week that we've done this. And last week, whatever the words were, it was like we were having lots of conversations because of the words that were on the list that you're like, we're not going to study these. We're not going to, I'm not actually, I mean, we're not going to do, you know, deep dives into because I think it was like science or religion things. I can't remember. One of them was circular reasoning. And then there was another one that was, I can't remember. 
Yeah, we need a fifth whatever. grader. They remember everything. They do. Um, but just the idea that like the more you throw at them at that stage where they're like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Yeah, ooh, yeah, what's yeah. They're that? like stashing it away. Yeah, it's like it's like the Easter Island dirt in rat yeah. brains, right? Yep. Where you're just like, ooh, this is lighting things up, and yeah. we're not even doing anything with it. I mean, like, yep. I'm not making you use it, but just in talking about it, it's like lighting sensors up yeah. because of the way they're built, and they're like, give me more. Let's let's ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. Let's you know jump on that. Well, no, and that that's fun. like, well, and here's another one. You know, like with I probably already said this on here, but the you know like epigenetics that the switches that cause parts of genes to turn on and off forever when they found dna they were ta- they thought that was useless wrapping and they mm. were peeling it off to then get which i don't even understand how how are you doing this like i don't understand what right, i'm even like supposed to be picturing is yeah like because it's so tiny what yes. are you talking about how are you getting the wrapping off i don't right. even know what like what yeah but whatever is happening there they were just discarding it like that doesn't do anything. And uh-huh. then somebody was like, wait, I think this has switches that is turning parts of the gene on and off based on what you are, what the bigger organism, the person right. is experiencing. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Like that your environment and <clears throat> running into different, um, I can't think of what that word is, but, uh, different. Look at this. We have a very cute human. Yes, dear. Are you guys almost done? Nope. Go Are you bored? Awesome. No, she's not. She's doing really amazing stuff in there. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell by that. Go make a rap brain smoothie. Yeah. What? <laughs> Doesn't sound good, does it? <laughs> no. Okay, but go do something awesome. Okay. Okay. Rad. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Finishing math is like the key. Um, but. Uh, but anyway, that the whole idea of like you actually have all of this potential Mm -hmm. that is not even turned on. Like Mm -hmm. you don't even know and you don't know what the stuff is. This is the thing I always used to think about like with um, Michael Jordan makes it more interesting because he was interested in multiple sports and got cut from varsity or whatever was when he was a sophomore. Um, But like if he had like, he was at the right time Mm -hmm. for basketball too. Like he could have been born in the middle ages where these skills would have been useless. Like, like, (laughs) you know, no, totally. Like, it's like, you're, you know, have you been exposed to the thing that you actually love? Mm -hmm. Like for me, a lot of it was actually even going to junior college and high school, having a math teacher. Mm-hmm. Cause I thought I was bad at math because we'd run into pre-algebra and my parents didn't know it. So they were like, we can't. And I was like, well, I don't know. I can't even figure this out. So I'm just bad at math. But mm-hmm. then being in there and realizing, Oh wait, no, I love math, but I didn't know until there was a person explaining it, you know? Right. And then I was like, cause also that makes it so easy that a teacher is going to tell you what to do. I was like, right. what do you, I, the first day I asked, do you do this every day? And she was like, what? And I was like, do you explain the chapter every day in class? And she was like, yes, yeah. I do teach the chapter. I'm the teacher. And I was like, okay, <gasps> cool. That's amazing. This is great. <laughs> I like being here. <laughs> totally. Like I was like, I could totally do this. Like I know how to listen to her. Tell me something. Um, but like you, and it's like an important thing to remember with your kids and even with yourself, like at mm-hmm. home, don't, don't worry about like, is this a waste? Like, oh, no. if I try to learn how to do this thing and then what if nobody likes, like, what if you're trying to learn how to make croissants and then nobody likes croissants? Was that yeah. a waste? No, it was not a waste. It's yeah. going to come up 
in other, and that's the whole thing. You can't predict how it's going to come up. You don't know what your rat brain smoothie is going right? to do. Well, I will tell you what my Easter weekend rat brain smoothie uh, success was because that has happened to me. French onion soup was the thing, right? That <laughs> yeah. I was like, my family is going to love French totally. onion soup. I'm going to make We're this gourmet, this. amazing exactly. thing for them. And Dean calls it peasant soup. <laughs> and he says it with tone. <laughs> So soup. needless to say, my life of making French onion soup has not materialized. <laughs> but I had another one that I was like, oh, if I could just make pavlova for oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. for Easter. I, it's been a couple years running that pavlova has been it a thing. It does seem like that is right for Easter, by the way. Right? I and hadn't I, even thought about it that. It turns out like... other people make it on Easter. Yeah. So like, I think I'm in the right vein. But somebody had done a pavlova um, Christmas, like a Christmas tree cake. Anyway, Ooh. all of this to say... Pavlova has been on my radar as yeah. a thing that I want to do. So this weekend, my oven's been broken for like a month now. And it keeps being yeah, like, crazy. not that part, not yeah. that part. He's come out four times now and it's still not that part. And so he put in that part on Friday and I was so excited because I was going to make cakes on Saturday. <gasps> and the motherboard was defective. No way. And I was like, oh, Wait, you did Easter fine. without an oven? Yeah, but I did take all of my stuff over to my mom and dad's house and baked my things over there. Okay, because I was like, wait, how? Yeah. How do you even do that? Right. Okay, well, yeah. you could if you just make other plans and do it in your crock pot and your Instant Pots. Like, it can, yeah. it can be done. And a grill outside. Can you do make the a cake in an Instant Pot? I think you can, but I don't recommend it. I, I don't either. Once I made a chocolate cake in a rice cooker and it turned, <laughs> turned out, I say turned out with air quotes, guys. It turned out, but it wasn't awesome. And I, I knew I had gone a step too far. <laughs> Um, but I made the pavlova and I was waiting for all of my people to be like, eh, it's a fine. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Cause I get that sometimes yeah. where I'm like, mm, no, I know. Oh, it's like, you can't count on it. You just have to be like, we'll just see what everybody thinks. My life of open handed pavlova making yeah. was a success. <laughs> and they liked it. Everybody loved it. Oh, I love and when that happens. I it love it. It was one it's of those so that fun. we talked about like, oh, you could make it as a big cake if you were doing less people. You yeah. could make it as little teeny bites if you wanted to do Ooh, it on a charcuterie, fun. like a dessert, dessert charcuterie yeah. kind of board. Um, I made like bigger-ish ones. They were like three inches across. It was so good. Oh, it was so fun. perfect. And it's not boring to anybody no. here. I mean, like I get, I think, because I saw it on the British okay. yeah, show yeah. or whatever one time and I was like, what the heck is that? And then, you know, and it's funny because, like, to me, I'm like, oh, that's brand new. What is that? But if you're, I think if you're from yep. England, this is not new. This no. is, like, this is always there. Right. But it's so fun when you run into something where it's like, oh, this group hasn't done that yes. in a long time. So, like, do it. Totally. Yeah. And it also strikes the um, the cord for me. I like recipes. Wow, where those are fat corgis. They I'm are just so saying. fat. Speaking it's of England. Amazing. If you've they, ever been to ECS, you've probably seen the lady with fat corgis. They are, like... Amazingly fat. Yeah. yeah. I think they like pooping here though. Okay. I, they do. Um, sorry. I say? totally oh, interrupted no, no, no. you. Uh, it's fine. I know this. Okay. So I like recipes mm. that have a base and a lot of room for my own flexibility. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. It still makes yeah. me nervous, but I'm so, getting better. Pavlova is one of those things because mm, the fruit yeah, on yeah. top, you could do a lot of different things with it. You could flavor the whipped cream. You could, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah. it's one of those things that I can see. This is a good base it's recipe like skeleton. and I could make yeah. stuff with it that I wanted to and find variety. That's in it. so fun. Mm -hmm. And so fun when your whole family likes something. Oh, I get yeah. so excited when a recipe, especially Lands. as the kids get older, yeah. cause they have more thoughts or whatever. Yep. And they've also gotten better at recognizing like, well, this is really the same thing as this other thing. Yeah. And then you're like, well, you're not really supposed to notice that. You're supposed to feel like it's different. <laughs> but 
But it Dang is it. funny how food turns into like, you're like, oh yeah, there's a starch and there's a meat and there's a vegetable. And I remember hitting that at one thing. point yeah. where you're like, well, every culture seems to have like a meat yeah. and bread scenario. Like yep. what kind of. I'll tell you, where, when I first noticed that have. rice and tortillas were doing the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Like you're like. Oh, but I don't, but then it's, then it goes back the other way where you're like, there's so, it's like almost limitless, tiny variations. Totally. So you can actually keep it, keep it moving. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It did that when I first realized that I had that really bad trapped feeling where you're like, <sighs> actually it makes me feel like the, did you watch the Truman show? Oh, I don't know if that's oh, a bad yes. movie. I watched it forever ago. When no, he runs we watched into it, the sky. We watched it and my kids, like we watched it with, as a family. It yeah. actually was oh, really it good. Is. Okay. And it I was generate super, conversation. Yes. It yeah. was totally that. Like we talked about it for a week or two afterwards. Like, Oh yeah. What was that all about? It gave me that, that feeling though, of where you run into the sky and then it's a set and you're like, <laughs> what? Wait, what? That's where I'm like, <gasps> We're only eating the same thing over and over and over. I have right. to get out of here. And then you're like, <laughs> and then it's like, wait, no, but are you actually still enjoying it? You are. It's okay. Right. Like God actually, he, things like the same, he loves repetition. Like there's the same, like when you start with the fractal stuff is crazy. Like, cause the golden ratio, our brains can easily comprehend and see it. Like you can hold it in your head and do that math yourself with a paper and a pencil. What is the golden ratio? So now I can't like- actually remember the number. Is it, uh. Mm, four. Mm, I can't remember. Okay. But it's like, so like spirals okay. of okay. petals yep. and like yep. snail shells. They all follow the same rule. Is that not the same thing as the Fibonacci series? Is it the same? Is uh, the it numbers of that, that do, yes, they do okay. go to it. Yep. Okay. And then fractals are, this is math we can't do. We didn't know this. So like a tree's branch mm-hmm. following a fractal series forests seed themselves this way. There's a whole bunch of things that do this and it's like a repeating, um, like when you see it, it looks like a weird paisley thing. And as you keep zooming in or out, it's the same and it just keeps, you get to the next level of it, the next level of it, the next level of it. It's like totally crazy. And like, we (sighs) didn't know this forever because you can't see it. You can't look at a forest and be like, Oh, I see what the pattern is here. It's not recognizable. We're not smart enough to be able to, to view it. But once we got a big enough computer to actually run all the numbers, then they were like, what the heck? This is happening everywhere. I think that like tide, tides follow it. Also, there's like, it follows it on microscopic and then huge, huge places also. And you're like, God is putting these same structures everywhere for you to find and then do different things with them. Well, and also that's the part that I feel like it just keeps pushing so hard the reality that God is sovereign over every molecule in every single thing. So to, to live as though he doesn't care or is uninterested or is un bored. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just somewhere out there and not totally intimately connected to the sheath on your DNA. Yeah. Right. Where you're like, it's in every cell. No, it's actually doing like actively doing work to make you the kind of person you are. Yep. You're like, well, and like, that's the whole thing. Like when you're holding your baby, your brand new baby, you, you're doing things on so many different levels. Like you're holding the actual physical baby. That's a collection of, molecules which why do they even stay together 
Who knows? God. Right. Uh, like you're holding that, but then you're also like affecting the emotions mm-hmm. of this baby. You're like affecting their soul. You're doing all of this like invisible crazy like stuff. pheromones and yeah. like weird hormones that are coursing yep. through your body every and time you're you nurse turning and... these switches on and yeah. off in each of their cells mm-hmm. like what that yeah. is amazing it's like really good to think about that every once in a while when you're starting to get bored or when you're starting to feel like what am i even doing because there's totally those stretches in being a mom where you're like what is what am i doing am i right. just wiping butts and doing laundry like what where am I going? I'm not going anywhere. I'm just doing the same thing over and over. And then you're like, wait, you are doing the same thing over and over, but and it's, it's building something yes, massive. Totally. It's like yeah. crazy endeavor. Well, and that's God's the thing, doing. even with, you know, the idea of fractals that you can't see it, Yeah. but when you back up, you can yep. see it. And that is the life of so much yeah. daily faith. No, and like, like, God is the one doing that math. Right. He is the computer that's right. big enough that he sees how he's working each right. of those little things. The Pavlova, yep. kissing your kid, hugging your kid, Wiping giving their them, nose, yeah, making them a people, having them have clean laundry that smells good. Yep. All those things. He knows how they fit together into that. Right. Big pattern. Which is so insane because it is the kind of thing that should encourage faithfulness in the task that's right before you. Like it really is so clearly when you can get the angle on it, you can see that he is building a thing that is way bigger. Yep. That is not what it doesn't look like what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's way bigger than butt wiping. Yes. Yes. Because that is just removing dirt. And yes. problems from somebody. Yes. Yeah. But it's actually making a lot more. Yeah. Than it seems. It's really yeah. crazy. It is really crazy. It's very cool. And I am thankful that God is the one that keeps writing the story. Like that yeah. just, I feel like that keeps hitting me over and over and over again lately that you just do what is in front of you. You do what seems like the yep. right thing to do. You keep confessing your sin. You keep doing the work yep. that he has before you and like really open your hands and let him yeah. Right. The no, story. No, that's like with like the nursing thing that when you kiss your baby, mm-hmm. any spit that's exchanged, your, the mom's body registers what's happening with the baby and adjusts your milk based on that. Like if the baby is sick or if the baby, you know, the hormones are whatever way in the tiny amount of spit. Cause it's not like you're licking. Well, okay. Actually though, no, that's a whole other thing. Did you know? <laughs> so, like, I said, I don't even remember how this came up with Maggie, but she was like, Mom, do you know that there are people that lick their babies? And there's, like, a group of the La Leche oh. people that are like, you should lick your baby. Is it because cats lick their babies? And if cats yes. eat oh, their yeah, placenta no. That's right. and lick their babies, you should, too? Yes. Stop it. It is I this. I believe it. Because I, this, I was telling I know her, this filter. It was from another radio lab about how the way you know a rat mom is good is by how much they lick their baby. The more they lick their babies, the better of a rat mom they are. Right. And this turns on different things in a rat also. Sure. Um. But then, so she's telling me this. I'm like, what? So then I'm Googling, do people like their babies? And they do. Of course There's they do. There's a whole bunch of them. And it's not even because they feel compelled to. It's because they're being told. And there are people that feel compelled also, which said at that point, I'm like, maybe you should if you feel compelled. But I don't really but know. But that would be different than philosophically, yeah, like, like being all committed mothers to lick, animal lick their mothers 
how Our it's good so mothers weird to go in that nature. way. So I will also be a liquor and placenta eater because yeah. animals because do it I and am, it's natural. I can't tell the difference between a cat and my daughter. Like right. I, they're pretty different actually. They are pretty different. And you also are not like a cat. So yeah. like maybe you should, maybe you should consider the no, ways totally. you're not like a cat. Like, do you want to lick your own butt? Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, do you lick your hair? Is that how you wash your hair? <laughs> totally. Or do you get somebody else to lick your hair? No. Yeah. Um, but so whatever about looking, but Sorry. the everybody I do think feels compelled to kiss their baby, right? And that your body is like fine tuning, feeding this person uh-huh. from something like you were saying of this thing that seems right to you to do is mm-hmm. kissing your baby. You're not doing it thinking, oh, I got to get information so that I can make the right kind of milk. Right. You're just like, I would just want to kiss this baby, and then yeah. your body is like, oh, I got information. I'm going to use that. That's the whole. You don't know how God uses all those tiny mm-hmm. little things, and you just have to keep doing them. And that it's is really so, easy to lose sight of that. It's totally easy to lose sight of that. But yeah. also, it's totally easy to lose sight of that when I'm the point. I yeah. had a weekend of being really tempted to be a super big fat bummer of a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your kids are glad you didn't. <laughs> Actually, Jane and I had this conversation because we had, I think it was Saturday morning, there were like five of us in the kitchen doing five separate food tasks. And one was like <laughs> spaghetti and a breakfast omelet. And I was trying to do something for Easter and whatever. So there was a lot going on in the kitchen. And at one point, Jane, who, oh, she was making rainbow jello. So she has layers. Keela did it too. Okay. I didn't know if it was Jane. I love so that. So yeah. fun. So she's making rainbow jello, which is like an eternal project. It takes so long. It's perfect though for a kid that really likes to be into a thing like yes, that. Yes, yeah. totally. So she was doing that. But then at one point she thought she would put some blueberries, you know, cause I bought fruit for the, oh, yeah, yeah. she would put some blueberries on the top of her jello. And in handling the jello and the blueberries oh, she no. pulled the whole container of blueberries out and oh, no. dumped it on the floor <laughs> so blueberries are everywhere and it was so funny because i actually i really was thankful because it didn't even register like yeah, just, yeah. whatever it's fine blueberries on yeah. the floor no big deal partly because a blueberry is really easy to pick up and wash off so yeah. it, it actually didn't cost anything right, more right, right. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. just picking it up but we were on the floor picking up blueberries and i said hey Aren't you glad that you have a mom who has been obeying <laughs> the Lord with her feelings for a long time? Because that didn't even register yeah, totally. on my, I might have a problem with this yeah. meter. I was very thankful for that. No, was I tell- for real. About this? Um, I guess just the fact that like, if you can get a vision Oh yeah, perspective. Oh, God yep. doing the work because yep. all weekend that, not that, that was actually a very sweet gift and a very concrete gift to see. Yeah. Like, well, 10 years ago, I would have lost it over that. Yep. I'm sure that would have been a big problem that I would have had to repent because yep. I would have yelled at somebody. And now that yeah. was fine. It just, it wasn't yeah. anything, but there were a number of other places that I was just totally tempted because I, I am the central character in the story. Like, don't you see how this is yeah. impacting me? Don't you see how this is causing me a problem? Don't you see yep. how I don't want to do this? Don't you see how I am working very hard and I'm very tired and now you are adding more work to me and don't you see, you yeah. know, because the whole story is with me in the giant bright center Yeah. as the character who must be obeyed and you're like, ew, yeah. that I don't want to be that character. I actually want to be the character that says, Lord, keep writing the yeah. story. Like apparently you wrote this story so that these are the things we're doing. Yep. This is the stuff we're dealing with. I have, you know, whatever that yeah. hurts. This is a thing. This we've caused problems over here. Somebody's got to get us banking, you know? Yeah. No. And whatever. you don't know what it's doing. That was yeah. the thing that stood out to me. I'll brag about Maggie. Uh, watching Maggie be in labor and deliver a baby was like, whoa, she 
just kicked butt. She, her goal for labor was to not have to ask anybody for forgiveness, <laughs> which I was like, that is actually the perfect yeah. goal. That's like, good job. And, yep. and I also was like, and don't worry about it if you have to right. just ask and move yeah. on. Cause it's not, you know, it's better than not asking. Yeah. Um, but she, she kept it together. And I mean, through, she's, she's young. She's 19 through all of the having a baby naturally, all of the stuff, all the, you know, two and a half hours of pushing and watching. Um, cause then later she said something about, well, thank you for preparing me for that. And I was like, I didn't prepare you for that. You know, like, what are you even mm-hmm. talking about? But then when you really think about it, you're like, oh, right. All those conversations about emotional control, all the thing, all the different times that there were, she is having a physical problem or she's watching me have a physical problem or her dad or whatever. God does use all of those little tiny unimportant, like each one Mm -hmm. is not the thing. Like it wouldn't matter if you took individual ones out of the pile, but he uses that pile to shape a person. Yeah. Um, and you, you don't know what it's for. Like you right. don't know what your kid is going to be called into or whatever. I know we've talked about that cause that's like, but that's the whole thing. That so actually, I've talked okay. about that all the time. Sean talked about this in the sermon yesterday at some point or somewhere. I don't remember exactly where it landed, but just the idea of, uh, you know, we talk about Christ being the ultimate glory, right? Like yeah. he is the one who is the most glorious and we should look at his glory, but that, you know, we are also being transformed from one degree of glory to another that like he is sharing his glory yeah. in a way that makes you weighty. And I was thinking about the fact, cause me in my bad attitude, bright shining center, I am trying to grab the glory. Right, I'm trying right, right, to right. get it in a way that God has not offered yep. it to me. And he doesn't usually offer it to you as in what you should have is more people walking around doting <laughs> on you and saying, can I help you? And would you like me yeah, to make life it's easier? It's not usually with an easier life. No. no. <laughs> and so he's offering you glory, but it's glory his way. And yep. it's glory through the grave and it's glory by planting yep. the seed and being the seed and getting planted and laying it all down. And then he does raise you to a kind of glory that is weighty and meaningful and so much better. Oh no. Then like the shiny glory of everybody. No. And so much better than whatever death you put in. Cause no, this is the totally. part when Maggie is saying that I'm like, no, no, no. Like even then when I was like, Oh right. I do see how God could use all those things that were going on, but it's like all of those choices to like give your kid whatever they need right then. Yeah does not equal what I got to watch. Like just that part or just one time of holding the baby. You're like, this is not equal to the work. This is way too much good in comparison to whatever you put in there. That part is like really overwhelming. It is. It is totally overwhelming. And and marriage is like that too. Oh Yeah. 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 In the kind of way that is, you can see God glorifying a thing yep. that feels like heavy gold. I mean, it yeah. does. It just is that like, okay, this is a super weird thing, but we got new credit cards <laughs> recently. <laughs> I, and I ordered a new credit card because mine is like peeling apart. I'm like, what is this thing doing? But it is the weirdest card because it's really heavy. Oh, is it? Ooh. It is. It is a totally. Cool. So it's not the plastic. You know, my debit card is my debit card, but yeah. my credit card is like a heavier, like it's filled with some kind of metal and it 
feels different to pick it up. And I always feel like this is so weird. I still, I've had it. I mean, actually we just got new credit cards, but even the last couple years that we've had it, it has been a heavier card. Uh, that's and weird. And I still notice when I pick it up to use it, that it's heavier, that it's yeah. different. And I feel like that is what, you know, for all of the, for all of the onlookers, right? I mean, like, yeah. so for people who are watching oh, you, that's interesting, yeah. what I want yeah. them to feel is that weighty yeah. heaviness, like that glory that is the kind of, I don't know, fat bottom stuffed animal, like where it's sitting on yeah. a thing and it's not going anywhere. It's heavier than you think it is, but not the kind of shining amazing that they're like, wow, brilliant. No, in my totally. Eyeballs. Well, and how... Um, you know, like in the actual parenting, mm -hmm. things can look the same. It could mm -hmm. look like a plastic credit card or a whatever credit card. Mm -hmm. I did just listen to a podcast about coins. And then oh. and there was, well, it, it, that was like the front to talk about what monetary value actually oh, is. Yeah. Like, and the, well, one of the guys had bought, I forget what they're called now, but they're bills that have gold woven into them, mm -hmm. which is like such an interesting idea because then it yeah. makes it actually valuable uh -huh. to some extent. They also, finally, I heard somebody talk about why gold is intrinsically valuable that was beyond rare, that was actually very interesting. Like some uh -huh. of it is because of its malleability that you can like stretch it so oh. far and you can gild things. This right? is like a super unique property Quality to gold. About it. Yeah, which I was, that helped because this is always where I get hung up where I'm like, but why did, why did we pick gold? Why don't we just pick mm -hmm. something else? Like, who says? Anyway. And that makes more wow. sense. Why am I talking about this? Yes. Because you're talking uh, about weighty gold. Oh, yeah. Refined. Yeah. That, that there's a lot of things in parenting, in life, in money, even how you handle money, that things can look very similar from the outside. And you can think, oh, both people are doing the same thing. But they're not doing the same mm -hmm. thing. Like, it's, they're, they're, if like if the motivation is wrong, if the, um, if it's just a front yep. like out in public yep. or whatever, um, you're going to end up with a really different oh, credit card. <laughs> you're going to get a plastic one or whatever Aaron's yeah. is made out of. We uh, actually were just talking about vibranium is vibranium like, heavy. Maybe it's that when you're parenting children, that is some of the discipline that you're giving yeah. them is so there is, I, and I remember this, where you're trying to step in front of your kids before they sin. So, like, what uh -huh. you're trying to do always is keep them from sinning as though the sinning is the thing that you want them to not be doing. I mean, obviously, you don't want them to be sinning. But what you want is for them to not love sin yeah. and to know yep. that their God hates their sin and to know yep. that they need Christ for No, it, it's not right? just to block it. It's to give them, yeah. like, the taste for what's actually good. What's actually good. And so if you have kids who have had just restraints on them for yep. their whole lives where they're not allowed to sin or, you know, I mean, it's just like you keep them from it rather than disciplining for it. Yep. Then you end up with people who, when the restraints are cast off, yeah. you get to watch them go the direction that they wanted to go in the first yeah. place. And you're like, Oh no. And they don't even know the danger. Like right. they, cause they haven't had teetering experiences where they were helped back or whatever because right. that's that's or like the total tricky face part. splats yep yep totally where, i mean like that's the glory of a five-year-old complete oh, face yeah. plant into their sin yeah and to be able to say was that fun oh man did this did this bless you did this bless other people you know yeah. rather than trying to keep them from it no i mean that was because mm -hmm. cal was such a cartoon character baby and toddler it's well and he still is kind of the it's so 
it just gets more and more clear the older he gets and like, you know, playing with baseball with guys that are not believers. Um, where I'm like, wow, I'm glad we had that battle right. over and over and over when he was two instead of now. Yeah. Cause like the damage some of those guys are doing is, is big. It's yeah. not, and it has like yep. permanent consequences. Not, right. not just, you know, you have to do battle with your mom over the outlet or whatever. Right. You're like, well, it's much better to now. Do it apparently, the cops are being called, and I am going yeah. to go to jail or no. whatever. And like, you start realizing, you're like, whoa, abortions are oh, like this. So like, much. the stakes are not. Yeah, right. it's like, wow, this yep. is not. Uh, I don't. That's it's. Yeah, that's another mm-hmm. overwhelming thing where you're like so thankful because you can't hold all of that in your head mm-hmm. while you're dealing with a toddler that's freaking out. You right. can't be like, I am doing this because I am very currently aware of the weight of getting a girl pregnant when you shouldn't have and right. all of the things that come from You're just like trying to not lose your cool while this right. person is freaking out in front of you, this tiny little person. Um, so it's just God is very... Uh-huh. Like, okay. What is that yodeling? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's Calvin. He's, he's yodeling. Um, yeah, that's so good. Like that's all done. Okay, we didn't. We had another topic, but we can use that one next time. I think we should use that one next time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is like barely relatable, but it keeps being the metaphor that I'm using in my life. Yeah. And I feel like I like metaphors. I could try and relate it, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to tell you. Just what do it, it. Okay. So we have had a lot of opportunity recently to talk about. Uh, obedience in faith. So like when I say faithful obedience, what I'm talking yeah, about yeah. is obeying the Lord yeah. when full of your faith. flesh doesn't want to, when you can't see what's better about it. Ooh, wait, what? I just had a conversation with Sean about this. Really? It was about, um, I don't know. Let me think. I will see if I can come out with it because it's about it. Was it a movie? I feel like we, watch something but it was where somebody was saved through obedience it was okay, very clearly right? not not saved like i'm not talking about like eternal salvation i'm not saying earning it but yeah, yeah. let me think while you're talking and i'll okay. see if i can remember what it was so the fact that like the older i get so you know i've been obeying in faith for a long time yeah you know like yeah. this is not because i have put my own flesh to death and have obeyed the ways of the lord yeah. more than once yeah and so you know like the fact that it feels like you're walking down a hallway and every time you obey in faith, God allows you to flip a light on yeah. where it's like it lights the hallway up and you are starting to see what you were tripping over. You are starting to see like, so you're living in this lit hallway that feels like I can see it, but somehow you're also attached to other people's hallways that are yeah. still banging around in the dark <laughs> totally. while they're screaming like toddlers. That's not it. Stop yeah. pointing that out. Knock it off. No, I can't obey. I won't do it. And you're like, I promise if you just like, really, if you obey in faith, it really does start to give you a light that shines onto what you're doing it's so much that just, you can't it's like get that any track record no totally it's like you you really do it's your son to trust um i'm like is he going to ram into us that I would be exciting not. um maybe he'll ram into your car uh, <laughs> he's funny uh <laughs> blah, something obedience movie lights uh, on oh yeah the lights that it is as you uh Oh yeah, well, isn't that even in Pilgrim's Progress where he's walking on the? He can't see anything because there's that fog. 
okay. Or is it just dark? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember, remember it either. Recently but enough. it's something like that where then as he keeps going, then he can then he starts <clears throat> to be able to see oh, yeah. the things that he's walking on. Yeah. Because as as you do actually trust God, you you also get to know God. And you're like, Oh, oh yeah. I see what we're doing. Even yeah. though you can't see it, you start recognizing like I remember the last time that I felt like this. I remember thinking, I can't do this. This is uh-huh. too hard. This is too big. This is right. too whatever. It's too dark. It's too scary. People don't know. The, the, right. You can't How obey you this direction. Yeah. And yeah. then, but you realize, you start seeing that he is always actually faithful. That was the footprints poem. I was always oh, like, yeah, yeah. what is uh-huh. this? And then once I had some actually really difficult things, I was like, oh, I know what they were trying to do. It's right. just cheesy poetry. Right. But I do but I actually what know what they meant. At. Yes. And like yes, yes, that is a thing. Totally. Yeah. Right. And it's ruined with those horrible... They always put the worst <laughs> photos with totally. it. And you're just, and it's like the weird script font and you're like, Bleh. yeah, um, that's not what it feels like is no. that picture. But it really, I cannot remember what we were talking about, but I will find out from Sean. Cause it, we were talking about, it was some story. I can't remember if it was a movie or a, no, no, it was a movie. I can't remember. It's like right there. Okay. I have this right here. Okay. Do and that. I'll tell you what it is. So that is the flip side of that was, I think it was last week's confession where he was talking about doubt and that like yeah. the idea that the that doubt is like that flip side of just being unwilling yeah. and it's not i mean i was a doubter like i was i totally fought through that earlier on in life where i was like the kind of stink face doubter that is like yeah, yeah. a problem but looking back at it and realizing it was just a complete unwillingness to obey in faith yeah yeah it's time yeah <laughs> it is raining so hard out there and they don't even notice i know Hey, we're going to finish. Yeah. Okay, bye. You can get in the car. Go tell your sisters. You can tell my people too if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, here, say goodbye for us, Essie. Say goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) And goodbye. Goodbye.